Hello, and welcome back to Queer Perspective, hosted by your favorite queer duo, Andrew and Nam. This is part two of Hating Men, Is It a Cute Look? If you want to listen to part one, it's already posted. Now let's get back into the conversation. You're saying this Black therapist kind of blamed all Black women or kind of have a disdain for all Black women because his mom was horrible to him or something like that. Yeah, essentially. And, and, I'm, and my argument was, was, like, isn't that kind of like the premise of the men ain't shit thing? That it's just, it's like, you dealt with shitty men, or we all had a shitty dad. That's another fact. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's like, it's the same thing that he said, this therapist, but it's like, across the board of like, most of like, LGBT TikTok. <laughs> and I'm not I mean, saying, okay, and, and I, I want to put the nuance around yeah. it because it's like, I'm also mm-hmm. going to say like, and it makes it sound like to me, like, I mean, can we just like give them the benefit of the doubt? And I always hear like in the back of my, again, the dichotomy of like something like, it's like, they need to be adults and like own up to their feelings and stop being assholes. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. honestly, I feel the way that I'm like rethinking this is like, if just men, if like normalizing going to therapy or normalizing being more feminine or whatever. No, but maybe I, I never meant like by giving... I never meant like giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think, yeah, or at least not in that way. Like, I think, I think there's a difference between like somebody being accountable and still faltering because they're a person versus being unaccountable and just wrecking havoc in like your entire life. And everybody, like anybody that interacts with you, like is you just fuck up their life in some way. Like, there's a difference, you know. Um, I yeah. think. I think that, like, a lot of times also in the education or, like, the raising of men, like, it's, like, I I think the thing that I want to keep in mind, at least for me, is that, like, human evolution and human education is an ongoing process. So, like, uh-huh. imagine, like, think about anytime you believed in something and then somebody had, like, you know, the time, the space, the understanding to sit down with you and have a conversation. And then as a result of that, you changed your mind. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, that's what I mean. It's like, if we're all giving up on all men, like every single one of them, then like, who's talking to them? Who's, who's explaining the actual like point of feminism? Even worse when men, if you, that's one thing I do realize. And that's, that's big one yikes. thing I do realize when you don't have when men don't really have that like healthy counterbalance mm-hmm. that it's like not the mentality of like you ain't shit, but more like, you mm-hmm. know, hey, bucko, I think you have some problem problematic issues, but I'm here to listen. Let's talk it out. If they mm-hmm. don't have that. More often than not, these men tend to go get like targeted by like even worse people. Mm hmm. Like worse that, like, like men. fuel those thoughts, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was an episode, a podcast episode of that another thing of Jamila Jamil and Natalie Wynn, my counterpoints, mm-hmm. uh, and where they talked about incels and like mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. Like these are just like guys that are like sad and pathetic, 
and they go, there's no other way to put it. They're sad and pathetic. And, like, it's sad and pathetic in the way, because the episode really goes in deep on, like, the mentality of it. And it's like that, sad and pathetic in the, like, oh, he doesn't amount to anything. No, it's, like, self-deprecating. Like, I'm never going to amount to anything. Nobody's ever going to love me. And then other people are just like, yeah, nobody's ever going to love you. And nobody, and we're just better off just, like, being in a miserable circle together and just being miserable. Sad and pathetic. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. it, it. So, they talked about, like, all the different, like, misunderstanding. It's just, it's like, not only is, like, they insulate themselves, but they also come up with, like, incorrect ideas on, like, women and femininity in general. They uh, both romanticize and demonize the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, it just gets worse and worse, and it's sort of, like, that's the whole point. And I'm not saying it's, like, anybody's responsibility to, like, lend out a hand. It's like, come, I'll be your savior, you gross-ass incels. But it is the, um, it is the kind of, like, mentality that they brought up a good point when it comes to societies and stuff like that, is, like, usually a big issue with, like, modern-day societies is generally what do you do with your young men? What mm -hmm. do you do with them? Because if left mm -hmm. unaccounted, you get a lot of problems of what happens in America with shootings and, mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, like... Just um, general anger. Yeah, yeah, general anger, general, like, thing, because it's, like, there is that, like, age between, like, 18 and, like, 25 or something with, like, most guys developmentally that they do have, like, this untapped anger because, like, testosterone and hormones and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's, like, and most of the time... If untapped, it goes bad. So mm -hmm. the idea behind it, it's like, I'm not saying it's like it's in their nature that guys are dicks, but it's like, it's also kind of in their nature that guys are dicks. <laughs> With higher testosterone and shit like that, they do get aggressive. Boys get, and it's like, I understand that it's like sometimes aggression is appealing um, and stuff like that. Um, and I know that's not a thing, but there is that whole situation of like, what do you do with them? Back in the mm -hmm. day, what you would do is just send them to the army. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they were usually targeted by, like, the the, the military and, and picked on and say, like, well, I mean, if you can't get an education, we could give you a free pass if you kill for us. Mm -hmm. Good mm -hmm. idea. <laughs> So, and then they come out even more traumatized because oh more, yeah yeah exactly they become at worse um, sometimes uh, most of the time they do but it's generally like when you look at like countries which are like overrun patriarchally and like they're uh, it's not my place to but you usually like look at like how do they handle young men. And then mm -hmm. that tells you, like, what are the major issues going on in that country, you know? Mm -hmm. Us is always, like I said, pointing to America. It's um, school shootings, uh, the murdering, the, the, the violence in general is always mm -hmm. an issue. Uh, 
but in like other countries, I mean, I don't want to like again grain of salt. I'm I'm just a Cuban American that doesn't know. I mean, as far as like Cuba, how do they treat like the like Cuba's? No, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. But the the other example they gave in the podcast is like the uh, the Middle East Islam and what they do with their young men is that mm-hmm. they usually like jihadists and stuff like that and that's what they're doing to them mm-hmm. so it's kind of like it's a problem that people generally don't want to touch because it's like like what do you mm-hmm. do with like a misogynistic sad pathetic little man and it's mm-hmm. like you don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole but if you left yeah. unattended it's like it grows leaving, yeah. it's like leaving a turd in the middle of the of a hallway and just ignoring it and then it just gets worse and worse and worse you gotta clean it up you gotta take care of it you gotta put it like make it into fertilizer or something i don't know <laughs> i mean i think i think i think it's hard though with this because again like what do you how do you how do you relate to someone who doesn't re- want to relate to you like how do you get through someone which I guess I'm thinking about it more like, you know, let's say like parent to son or like family member to family member. Like, because about honestly, like if I see, nom, yeah, no. if I see a man who's like angry at the world, no, I'm turning around because if I'm being honest. I, I, me too. Same. I'm not going to deal with that. Yeah, but that goes for like even, anybody. If I see somebody not, angry on the street, I'm turning around. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Back. Not even if I'm there hot, I'll be like, no, nah, this is <laughs> this is a no. Um, um, but either way, like I I do think it's it's hard to get through to that person, but at the same time, like being like when has badgering somebody ever worked? You know, when never has been. being like, oh, you're a piece of shit and like you're never gonna amount to anything, like when has that ever worked? You know, so to a certain degree, like, I think, I think there is a limit, though. Like, it's like, mm. I mean, like, what I think the solutions that I'm thinking of is like, A, systematic. So it's like mm-hmm. getting rid of the patriarchy so that, like, gender roles. Okay, but that's not going to be a thing in our lifetime, probably. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, start building or setting up situations that that builds to. What would be be a a... way that, like, somebody could do it, like, let's say, me thinking of myself as a mother, let's say, God forbid. Um, But let's say I have a You don't want to be a mom? (laughs) No, no, God forbid for the example that I'm going to say. Because I think, I think that, like the way that I imagine me having children is not, I mean, I don't think anybody sits down and imagines their son as somebody who hates women, but (laughs) either way, let's say I was in that situation. It's like, how do I go about getting my son to stop being so angry or to deflect that anger? Let's say it's like, is that a sport? (sighs) You know, but what if that person isn't, like, physically able to do that? Like, I don't Mm. know. I mean, like, how would that happen? I mean, I'm not a parent either. 
I think my approach would probably be like if they're like angry, I would see if they're will if they're willing to say what they're angry about. I'm willing to hear them out. That's for sure. Like patience is a goddamn virtue for a reason. Like but you, hearing them of it. But yeah. you're a man. Like you, you went through like your anger phase. What got you out of there? Or did you go I mean, through an like, anger phase? I mean, did I go through an anger phase? I know my brother did, and he uh, and. Did you just like, wait it out? Yeah, like most people who go through their anger phase, like they just go through. It's a phase, so mm -hmm. it's sort of like the thing is, it's like usually people who go through those anger phases. Like I know plenty of examples of guys who go through that phase between like eighteen and twenty, where they're mm -hmm. like they have all this repressed anger, and they just want to like take it out in the world or fight or like. In one case, I know a guy that was like 19 and he got to jail because his sister was assaulted and then he beat up the person that assaulted them. Mm -hmm. And everybody got arrested in that department. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like, so it's like I understand this desire and it's very much a guy thing. And it's like some people will be like, is it like taught? into people but sometimes it's just it's like people just have like anger is a human emotion and it's more than others but that's what i was so thinking like, about like i feel like i feel like everyone kind of goes through like an anger phase they do um it's just I those, think like, it's just like what anger. Mm -hmm. like what are the available things i mean as that far you as could like use studies, as a coping mechanism the way that the far as studies i could you know and like i know my mom brought it up a lot and it's why she's like video games very violent video games is usually a good catharsis factor a lot of people say okay. like it's very counterintuitive a lot of people say like oh those video games is what's teaching those kids but they're more of an outlet like i know when i get extremely frustrated a good old-fashioned mm -hmm. violent video game <laughs> mm -hmm. gets the gets the anger out in a non-violent way Okay. I mean, digitally, you're violently beating somebody up or something. But even but... then, couldn't you say that, like, because I know, like, we've talked about this, but, like, guys or, like, boys that are on the, like, is it the online, like, game, games or whatever, oh, where they yeah, can, like, they're... say stuff to other people and they just, like, insult other people or, like, throw slurs and stuff like that? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I that know, is kind dude. of part of it. <laughs> That is kind of part of the. You never gotten like so angry at a video game that you cursed out everything. Uh, yes, but never with other people listening to me, and never. That's the directed that's at those the unhealthy. people. Yeah, I, I. That is the unhealthy part because it's like it's that same kind of <laughs> anger that people do, but online it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, um, and that, but that's usually one of the examples, like modern day examples of like how to deal with your anger. But it is true. Making, but doing it on like Call of Duty where you could yell slurs yeah. at the other person, not the best, not the yeah. best option. <laughs> um, but that was one example that I forget what was the study, but I that was the reason why my mom was like, Okay, you guys will play. I don't agree with the video games, but I heard this helps with like your aggressive urges. Um, but do you, I mean, is it naive of me to think that like. If a parent raised a kid 
you know, constantly reemphasizing the fact that like it's good for them to express how they feel or that they can yeah. always go back to their parent to do that. Yeah. Like, is it naive of me to think that like they wouldn't go through that much anger or like, cause, cause I don't know well, if it's like the I, way I... that we raise, like, cause I, cause this is the thing. I feel like, hmm, I feel like, Usually, I think, like, people with, mm -hmm. like, healthy parents, yeah, they don't get as angry. <laughs> I think studies show. <laughs> Meanwhile, all of us. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. I, I think, yeah. like, this is also part of, like, that's, a, like, it's a systemic issue. It's how, like, yeah. toxic parents raising toxic children dealing with toxic relationships. And that's why but I, I do, think, like, if you I want, do think, you gotta dismantle it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think, like, that that's a good point. Like, it's just, like, because this is, like, a toxic system, obviously you could point a finger and say, like, oh, it's because men. Yeah. And that could very well be accurate, but that's also not looking at all of the other factors that are taking part in all of those things. When we're saying, like, men ain't shit, like, what do we really mean? Is it... Do we mean, like, the the um the anti-supporters of like feminism do we mean the patriarchy do we mean heteronormativity that like allows for like fuckboy culture and like hookup culture and like all those things to like thrive like what is it specifically that we're talking about because i think to like a young kid when you're saying like men ain't shit um the kid doesn't hear all of that nuance nor no. does like a teenager probably that's like taking everything personally you know um people that are not aware or having conversations about like all of the different systems that are at play are not well thinking oh they mean the patriarchy when they say men ain't shit they just they just see you as like a person that's like walking around hating men i mean which i mean if that's that your prerogative what can i say but i don't um... know <laughs> The way that, but the problem is, like, I both understand, like, the, because I've been on both sides of, like, the frustration of hearing the men shit argument and yeah. the understanding of where it comes from. But the understanding where it comes from comes from, like, dealing with toxic men. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the whole point. Men ain't shit. It, it's not a nuanced statement. <laughs> yeah. It's frustration. I think bottom line, it's just I'm pissed mm -hmm. off with the dating. Yeah. Culture. And most of the time when I see it on like YouTube, TikTok and other and Instagram and shit like that, it's mm -hmm. usually like the nuances is like I've had a slew of toxic exes or I get harassed online by a bunch of mm -hmm. like 13 year old boys. So mm -hmm. that's usually the vibe that you get. But you don't know that because you're just saying yeah. shit. Um, and I'm not saying like we should like. Stop the phrase. It's hurting I feeling. Think, <laughs> I no, I just I maybe just discernment. Like I think <sighs> this is like it, it this this thing that I'm trying to say, I feel like it doesn't make sense to say it. Go but, say it. <laughs> I feel like there's a certain discernment that like to use when it's like when is it a situation to dismiss and see that you can't get through the person? And then maybe in your head or like maybe when you're talking to friends, you can be like, oh, 
menation or whatever because I couldn't get through this person? And what is a situation where if you sat down and had a discussion with the person, you could actually come to a resolution and a mutual understanding? Because what I saw that it was doing with me is that I was dismissing any argument, any, like, not argument, but, like, any tiff that I could possibly, or disagreement that I could possibly have with a man, or, like, any situation that even looked like it wouldn't be agreeable, I would just be like, oh, well, what did I expect? And yeah. I think that's when it's not helpful, because people are people. It's, like, a lot of times with small issues or whatever, if you sit down and say, like, hey, I have an issue with this, can you change it? Maybe you'll get some emotional backlash or whatever, you know, something reasonable, but they'll yeah. probably do it. It's something that you can talk it out. Um, and I think, like, that's where it's not... It's That's when it's, like, a disservice because it's... It, Menning shit, like you said, it doesn't allow for a lot of, like, nuance. It's a lot of, like, discernment. It's just, like, a blanket statement for any yeah. person that falls... I within the men category, I I I pa pass this I the the topic with my brother mm -hmm. and uh, about like the men ain't shit thing and of course it's like if he knew somebody who said like men ain't shit to him woman or man he would just be like dismiss that person mm -hmm. because it's like if your approach or if you're just like the statement you say is like a certain demographic is shit. Uh, that demographic, why would they even relate to you? Why yeah. would they even bother? And yeah. then you're already, like, you are already coming to this whole place of making the preconception, like you said, there's no discernment. Like, there's no mm -hmm. preconception of, like, wanting to, you're already, like, given up. So mm -hmm, why mm -hmm. should um, any, that even, person like, give not, you a chance, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not, and then again, nuance of this whole situation, a lot of people want to, like, go with, like, but what about the random stranger on the street who wants to, blah, 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 blah. That so we're not talking not about strangers. Of, we're not talking we're about talking strangers. We're talking about literally, we're, we're talking about, like, I don't know. I was just thinking about, because it's like, there's that argument when it comes to, like, the men ain't shit. We're talking about, like, the 13-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> in your comments or something like that. Which, they're not men, they're children. Um, yeah, who are just true. responding in the most truest way that they want to be a man, and you're saying they're shit. So, like, that's a very Which is just response. creating a cycle. Yeah. But... I understand I think, that it's like if you're yeah. gonna, if your approach it, it, or is like if you identify with the phrase "men ain't shit," um, it's almost as like you are just as like don't even want to engage. You don't want them to improve. You don't want them to do better. You're just like that's I'm just done. the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, and it's like I'm not saying like oh, men are the only demographic that you're allowed to do that because it's like, but then again. If you were to replace men with any other demographic, eh, not cool. Um, yeah, very maybe... not cool. Very, very not cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, men is blanket enough for it to discern, but it's like, it also has no but nuance. I think, but yeah. I think a part of it, too, is that, like, because it's it's trendy right now mm -hmm. to, like, hate men. Oh, it's yeah. trendy right now to oh, like, yeah. express your oh, anger honey. and for it to be generalized to that point. So I have a personal example. There was somebody yeah. um, that I'm, like, working with. Um, and it was, like, it was, like, <laughs> I'm, honestly, at this point, I've come to terms with it. But I think I'm, like, a very, like, I'm the kind of person that's like, gets very excited to know people. 
Yeah, um, you do. <laughs> or be friends with people. Like, either way, I get very excited to, like, meet people. I get very excited to, like, see people be human because it's, like, it's just fun to see people get excited about the things that they like or, like, to see them mm-hmm. excited about, like, their close friends or, like, see them happy about certain things um, or sad or whatever emotion that they're going through, honestly. Because I get so excited about people, like, that includes men, right? So yeah. there were, like, actually there were these, like, two guys that, like, um, that I was, like, working with. And I kept, it felt like, like, I would get excited to see them, like, I felt like I was learning more about them, like, the more I was interacting with them, like, at work. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, it felt like this little voice in the back of my head that was like, yeah, but maybe he's a sleazeball. Or, like, this is a man. Maybe he's not that great. Or, like, whatever. And then I would just feel like, I would just feel like, okay, but if I don't see it in front of my eyes, like, even if it is true, if I don't see it in front of my eyes, like, what is the point of torturing myself with the possibility of this person being a sleazeball when anybody could be, like, a sleazeball, you know? Exactly. And it just takes away, at least for me personally, it just takes away so much from, like, interactions with people if you just assume that they're, like, bad people or you're always on guard or you're always scared or, like, whatever it is, like, that they're going to hurt you or that they're, like, a bad person so you shouldn't, like, associate with them. And I, like, I don't know. Like, I, and I think, like, there was another point that I wanted to make. It's, like, I think there's a certain number of people or whatever that are fine you know going through the motions with the way that the world is currently but i think for people who are looking to have more conversations to get more connected with people to understand each other more to to um get to like resolutions with other people and have more connection and attempt to make maybe not you know completely fix patriarchy or like heteronormativity or like things like that but at least make it better or more understandable i think like those people it's kind of like you have to think like if you're saying many shit like what are you you have to think about like what you're contributing to the cycle or like to Mm -hmm. the current narrative that like many shit it's like yeah it could be true right now but that doesn't mean that you can't change how you're participating in it um and honestly that's just what it is like it's just like it could be it could be true for honestly i don't want to be like that not all men like person but it could be true for like a large population of men but like that can probably stop you from like having dialogues with men in your actual life right now which could make a difference potentially or make you relate to people easier or find find out your best friend is like a guy or something like that you know like I don't know. I just it just feels too blanketed to dismiss a whole demographic of people. Yeah. Um and like indiscriminately, was, you know? Yeah. It's like you could say how you could even say like straight men ain't shit. It's even slightly better. Yeah. At least we're like it would be slightly better. <laughs> You know, even I agree, like, yeah, that's slightly better. But then again, not me, like, who recently uh, made, like, a bunch of straight friends. Because it's like, I used to have that mentality that men ain't shit, too. With, mm-hmm. like, my brother's D&D group. Like, ah, they're mm-hmm. just, like, boys doing boy <laughs> things. And they're always into the boy things. 
Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, now I'm doing D&D with them. And then you get to see them, like you said, the fun of them opening up in their own mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Um, it's not like, I'm do I don't know their trauma. That's one thing I don't know. But I know their likes and dislikes and what they're interested mm -hmm. in and their dating history and shit like that, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's fun to know. And it's like, yeah. wow, they're like people. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I understand um, the frustration of this whole thing. And also, I also want to point out the fact that it's like, we're also talking about men in different perspectives. Because it's like, the way you describe yeah. men is like, as a dating option. Well, not currently. I know, not currently, but that was your experience. Yes. And my, and my it's almost just like, my the way I view men is like, defensively. This whole argument a little because it's like but i'm oh. a man too <laughs> okay. okay yeah i mean i think mm. i i don't think i'm as defensive as you were obviously because you're like personally involved um yeah. but i do think in multiple ways <laughs> yeah yeah multiple ways. um but i do think that like even as somebody like i'm at this point like i don't necessarily think that all be with a guy in the foreseeable future. If I am with a guy, I would be very surprised um, yeah. at this point. So we all would be <laughs> right. But I think I think just in general, um, I'm thinking more um, because I I just want to try to relate. Even even if I'm not trying to make more guy friends or like meet more guys or whatever, I just want to be able to relate more to the guys in my life, or at least be able to come to a point where you know i understand i understand and even if it's not the best situation like i'm okay with it and i can navigate it well mm -hmm. you know i don't i don't want to have like this repressed anger because you know like if i'm interacting with like my dad for example i don't want to translate the anger that i have for some random dude on tiktok that i saw doing something wrong and then deflected towards my dad because he's the man in my life or to any yeah. other guy in my life you know um i just don't want to do that like deflecting I, is it fun redirecting is it fun like yeah that, it is true and like i it's a little bit of like the way that you're saying like man hating is trendy but it also i see it like the hypocrisy of the trendiness that's right now because also like mental health and therapy is trendy mm -hmm. quote unquote mm -hmm. and like the 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 exact thing of like deflecting or like doing the, the all that is kind of like hypocritical of like therapy and mm -hmm. like becoming like dealing with your mental health and not projecting your mm -hmm. frustrations with one group to a whole yeah. demographic mm -hmm. and i it, there's a part of me that it's like you know you could I, you could be pro therapy and you could be man-hating, but you can't be throat both in my mind. Yeah. Um, um, because I, I it's like, that. um, this is like maybe my final point because it's like, there's a lot of, um, because that misan- and this is like an extreme case with like, so I already talked about like insults, but like an extreme case of like misandry of like the man-hating tends to be like a underlying, uh, like a foundation to like turfs you know what turfs are mm. uh vaguely 
they're trans-exclusionary radical oh, feminists. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're usually, like, their uh, transphobia derives on the idea of a very rigid view of men and women. Mm-hmm. And, like, J.K. Rowling's whole, like, Twitter bullshit. God, uh, don't even talk about her. Yeah. Don't even mention yeah. her. But uh, it's, like, that mentality that, like, well, I'm gonna have, because she wrote a whole op-ed about, like, she was abused by a man and a victim mm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's the same kind of mentality. This man-hate even expanded to transgenders. So it's like, if left unattended, this man Yeah, it I just see that it, it bleeds. It's like a turd. You leave in the corner and it's just making everything stinky. <laughs> And that's, like, the point I want to make, that it's, like, you can't just think that it's, like, this whole, like, men and shit is going to be just, like, confined to, like, straight men. Or, like, mm-hmm. 13-year-old boys that are harassing you and saying the N-word in the comments. It's mm-hmm. going to, like, it. I've seen it both in, like, different spheres sort of expand to, like, transphobia, homophobia, like, uh, any kind of, like, against the LGBT and also, like, so it's, like, it's an issue that it's like it's one cog of a very complicated machine, but it's just something that you could just say like choose a different phase. Mm. Don't I don't know. Actually, I don't know because sometimes I do want to say men ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, because I some situations that it does feel appropriate. <laughs> It feels warranted. You see the way that I'm like, you know, I want to just like remember transphobia and turfs, but also like, no, because the way I'm, I'm gonna be honest, because there's a there's something that I've been seeing like on TikTok, um, but there's this one creator. She'll respond to men that are being like specifically misogynistic or homophobic, and yeah. then she'll troll them, and I'm I'm gonna be honest. It feels like reparations. It's genuinely <laughs> <laughs> and, and, sh- and it's the most like I it's like it wouldn't be something that I would encourage somebody to do, but it like it feels like the right thing. Because like, I think she'll, I, I you know, know who you're talking you about. You probably and I know it, because she's really I, big. It, she has the a three problem is, is like I don't like her. I don't the it's way that she's like, because... I get it, but it's like, uh, you're just poking the lion. Like, girl, you just in touch, and you're a troll. She's a troll. It's true. <laughs> I think, I think, you know, there are certain. It's it's not dichotomy of like that feel like like I was saying earlier. It's like that feeling of like, oh, this is my one power. This is the one thing I can do. Yeah. Against men that are like stupid and misogynistic. And that's the only reason why I think for me personally, it's enjoyable to see. But at the same time, like there are some times like it's like because the the responses that she'll have are not responses based on like the argument, because I've seen a lot of videos where they'll be like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, how can men expect this from women? How can men say this about women? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And they'll just break down the argument she'll just go straight for like their appearance or like for their height or like their social status or something like that. And I'm like, yikes, because the thing is there are some times when you see somebody being like, oh, women should be this and like 
women are ugly and yeah. blah, blah, blah. you look at the person yeah, yeah, making yeah. that claim and you're like bro you don't have a foot to stand on but at the same time online harassment is so monumental like yeah she has three million followers like imagine what that could like and it's so hard to have to 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 feel bad for those people because it's almost like it feels a little bit warranted but at the same time like we've seen constant stories of like people saying like what online harassment does to them does to their psyche does to their mental health um does to like how they see themselves or whatever and i'm assuming that people that are bashing women already don't have like a high um self-esteem or whatever so it's it's kind of like it's like yes it feels like reparations but like but is it helping like and i don't know i don't know i don't it's know it's not i personally think <sighs> it's, it's not a cute look and like back to like the title this is not a cute look i don't yeah. like her because like mm -hmm. i said it's like i don't see is I she mean, the one with the see, laugh Yes. She's the one with the laugh, right? Yeah. She's the one yeah. with the laugh. Yeah. I love her laugh, though. She has a good laugh. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, but I don't like her because it's like, like I said, I think it's like picking, like poking the bear. And it's like her content is specifically calling out misogynistic things. How much is that is genuine? If you're known for being like, you send a, a well, message. That's the thing. And it's just going to be thing. a vicious cycle of I make fun of you, you make fun of me. <laughs> No, men have started to like tag her specifically in their videos. Yeah, like, to do something this. misogynistic. Mm -hmm. To just and do then, this, so she could just like bite back. And yeah. it's like, are we really helping? Like a, dude, she's made like a TikTok where she was like, she was like, oh, I've noticed that you guys have started like tagging me. Um, there are some of you guys like I've seen before. So she purposefully doesn't answer them. But it is that it is that thing of like, oh, they think that they're gonna get clout by getting all this yeah, attention by all getting exactly. all this engagement and it's like it just you know it's kind of seeing two people like just go back and forth and <laughs> yes. you're like who's you know it's like there's I a part know. of you that it's like is it reparations or is it like <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to find like a toxic like, equivalent <laughs> right it honestly initially it feels like reparations but at the same time like every time i've seen it it like gives me this feeling of like I feel bad though. Like I I feel bad. Like it's like not at first, anything that I would condone I, I think, anybody doing. And funnily enough, she was the type. I'm. I, I don't think we should give her. But she was the kind of like the voice of like the the man hater that mm. was in the back of my head. Oh, of I like see. that kind of like the the stereotypical man hater like responding and but I think like there's to misogyny. But I think um, there's a difference, though, because there's there's a thing. Well, is there a difference? I mean, I was thinking more like maybe generally hating men and then just responding. I don't think she genuinely hates men. No, but I don't think so either. But she may. But she's profited. I could say that she has on men. Yeah, hating. you can. You can definitely say that. <laughs> I just. It, 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 I don't. <laughs> It, the know. thing is, it's like, is it reparate? I'm trying to figure out, like, there's a joke here. I'm waiting for that joke to come out of my mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're, you're trying so hard. Um, <sighs> it just, because this is a thing, right? This feels like the instance where, let's say you have a parent, your kid, you have a bully at school, right? And mm -hmm. then your parents have taught you, like, don't, 
fight with people, don't bully other people, don't respond with violence or whatever, even if you're met with violence or whatever. And then, really? so you get bullied my parents, and you don't really answer. My parents always says, like, don't throw the first punch, but kick their this ass. Is an this is an example. This is an example. It's like, aren't you, like, a Caribbean parent? I know. <laughs> um, but this is, let's say, like, one parent. N- is an like, example. You know, don't do this. Don't engage. You know, always, you know, keep your head up. Be the, the better person or whatever. There are a lot of people that will say, like, be the better person. Whatever it is, like, be the better person. Um, but then there are other people that will be like, honestly, if somebody throws you down, you better get up and push them too. And that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like she's doing. It's like, somebody's like pushing her and she's like, oh no, not on my watch. And like pushes Mm. them back down, which is why I'm like, okay, I get it. I get where it comes from. But at the same time, when we're like, when I'm considering the impact of like, just being publicly ridiculed on social media yeah that's that's what she does (laughs) no matter how Um, warranted it is fuck dude like fuck sometimes i feel embarrassed for these people and i i have no relationship to them at all yeah i mean like don't i think i think it's like don't post anything misogynistic rule of thumb uh but again like poking the bear i mean like goddamn but to Sometimes be honest, I feel like though, they do it on. They, it feels like. Yeah, I think some creators do it on purpose. But yeah. she has gotten like a couple of creators to just delete their account altogether, which is very funny. Um, okay. Because they just completely delete it and leave TikTok, or maybe remake an account. I guess, but yeah. who knows? Um. But it's like, is it like? The problem is, is like you're not really getting rid of a misogynistic guy. You're just like getting them off of TikTok. They're gonna even be more like misogynistic to like their girlfriend or something. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I don't. It's like oh, this. So I don't know. Again, I don't think this is helping the grand scheme of removing patriarchy. But this is the thing, specifically with the videos and like the men that she'll respond to. Mm-hmm. If let's say you have a man. Because earlier we were talking about, like, oh, having a conversation, leaving room for men, discussing, blah, blah, blah. That's if the person wants to have that conversation with you, is, you know, wants to hear you out, is not shutting you you and your arguments down or whatever, mm-hmm. and wants to do, like, the back and forth, you know? Um, and, and a constructive back and forth, not just an argumentative, like, back and forth, right? What happens in the case where the other side doesn't want to hear you? And specifically, when I think about, like, men that do not want to hear the plight, let's say, of women or, you know, the goal mm-hmm. of feminism, et cetera, et cetera, like, however you want to put it, I think about men who make their entire TikToks that have misogynistic jokes in them. That is, mm-hmm. like, that's part of, like, the men that I'm thinking about because it's, like, they're so far deep yeah. that it's, like, it's kind of, like... Like, have you ever seen a man that, like, really believes in something? There's no way you're getting through him. There's no way. Yeah. So it's, like, that's... In that example, I'm kind of, like, okay, I already know. Like, it's, like, to tell her... Let's say that creator, and I'm, like, I can have, like, a face-to-face conversation with her. If to tell her, like, oh, stop doing that would... I'm, like, okay, what would be the better alternative? Like, have a conversation? They wouldn't want to talk. So I'm kind of like I'm like okay it's maybe it's not making it better but 
I don't know. At least he knows that that's not okay. I guess. Question mark. The other example of what she does reminds mm-hmm. me of like, like what's it called? Inglorious Bastards or something. like a Tarantino film where it's just it's like killing Nazis. It's like it's cathartic, mm-hmm. and that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. It's like what you're seeing is not like reparations but just like one person beating up a misogynist you know like a black guy beating up a racist it's like it's not solving an issue but it's like you want to be like yeah okay (laughs) it's like okay all right (laughs) it's like yeah i get it it's not like some sort of grand statement but we all know that we can't solve misogyny we can't solve like misogyny racism patriarchy like etc all these things so it's like i'm kind of like it's not like you can tell the person, oh, you're wasting your efforts here. Put your efforts towards this, which will actually solve the problem. There's no way of solving it. So, True. I mean... That's where I'm like, okay, I, but do I you, get okay, it. The question I, would want, I want to pose is like, okay, you're mm-hmm. not solving it. But is mm-hmm. engaging in it as like the adversary, like engaging with misogyny of being like a man ain't shit mentality is that neutral or is that perpetuating it and i think that's the the point i wanted are you making the wheels turn by engaging it or i don't think she ever says i mean specifically for that tiktok creator i don't think she ever says like men as a blanket statement ain't shit i think she calls out specifically like misogynistic like men um so it's like the minute that you make it on her page you just know that you're a misogynistic man but i i think Maybe I th- I think it could be taken one or one of two ways, where it's like one way is like you're a man and you're like I totally agree with this guy and these women are like out of their fucking minds like, you know women are all about that talk and it never makes yeah. sense or whatever you can say that or you could be like this guy who's like oh I actually thought this joke was fine but then all these women that I'm interested in dating are saying that it's like misogynistic and I don't want to be misogynistic because I think I actually like women or something like that and then that's maybe leads towards like them being inquisitive about it or figuring mm-hmm. it out or okay. not engaging with those jokes anymore like because the thing is like honestly before we all found out that we we're being like discriminatory towards like a certain kind of people we had to see content that like somebody was yeah. saying like this is wrong and then we were like oh seriously yeah and then that's how you find out that you're doing something wrong so i think sometimes sometimes it's really it's in a really harsh way you know, um, and other times it's like, I remember, oh my God, I was, I was like a teenager or something. I was like maybe like 14 or 15 or something. And then there was this guy, um, he was like this creator and that's what, that's what the topic of YouTube videos that was popular at the time. Like it was like what guys like in girls. And then they were basically saying like, they want their girls to be like hairless, all of the misogynistic things that like men I would say, like, now, no, not to say, without at least expecting backlash or whatever, um, or disagreement. And then this other guy that I was following, um, this, he was like, also, all of these people are, like, teenagers. Well, I'm also a teenager. And then he makes a response video, and then he's like, these are all of the, all of the things that are wrong with this, with this, um, with these expectations that, like, you know, these teenage guys have, like, on um, teenage girls or whatever it is. Um, and I was sitting there and there were some things that I was like, yeah, um, 
I understand like what he's saying. And then there were other things that I didn't even know were wrong for men to expect of women in the first place. Um, there were a lot of things that he was saying that um, because he explained it, like I could tell I had a negative reaction to the video, but I couldn't quite put my finger on why. But a lot mm -hmm. of times like people talking about like what's wrong with certain things gives you the language to articulate like what's on your mind, what exactly you're talking about that like bothers you. Um, it enables you to have like a conversation about it. So, mm, and sometimes that just means that like somebody makes a really fucked up video on the internet and you happen to see it, but it sparks a thought, maybe. I don't, I don't know what percentage of the population is having that spark instead of that negative reaction, but I don't know. Oh my gosh, I just found the solution. <laughs> yes, what's the tell us? The only time I've known misogynistic or shitty people to stop it is not, it's not engaging with them uh, with like, or fighting with them or arguing with them. It was literally like telling them how cringy they are as a person. <laughs> Now you're being like, that oh my god. Like, like, oh, like a misogynist. And I can't be like, believe oh. you just said that. Yeah. That's so yikes. How that you? kind of, <laughs> that vibe that you get, like, I feel like that does way more than it's like, oh my god. Oh, for sure. You misogynistic, sure. but you'll be like, you'll be like the kind of person it's like, oh, you, mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yikes for you. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, like, have fun thinking like that, honey. Not me, but good for you that you have the freedom to say such things outwardly. Yeah. Oh my God. That reminds me. I do that to my dad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, my dad will say something and it's not that out of pocket, but it'll be something that I disagree with. And I'll be like, Dad, I can't believe you just said that. What the fuck? And then my dad will be like, like it'll be like this quick look of panic of like, fuck, did I say something stupid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that works for men. Because it's like, yeah. usually when you catch off a guy that, because they normally don't open up, but when you catch mm -hmm. them off guard, not a, like, action, because they're used to, like, you getting angry at them, but you cut them off guard with, like, like oh, ooh. <laughs> that's, that's your thought. Mm. Honestly, <laughs> if that happened to me, like, I would never talk ever again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there I would was, never say that sentence ever again. The Because I was when we were talking about that video, it reminded me of, like, another... ContraPoints, whatever. That she did a mm -hmm. whole video on cringe. On cringe mm -hmm. culture. And how, like... How it's both been used as a tool to, like, for political reasons to make, like feminists so crazy but it's also been work on like misogynistic assholes on the internet and pointed at just like oh you think you're oh look at this guy who thinks he's a big macho man but he's like recording in like in his butt shirt is on like unironed or something like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> like so manly yeah mm. oh this is what you think a man looks like oh how cute okay oh each perspective <laughs> but like then they like get rid of their youtube video and shit like that like yeah that does more damage when you damage the ego you damage the misogynist 
And I'm like, that's why you don't go men ain't shit. You'll be like, oh, that's cute that you still have that mentality. Oh. But actually, <laughs> I've, okay. Last, 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 last point. Last, 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 like, last, so. last, 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 last point. Then- <laughs> but, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that reaction, maybe, okay, taking it back to the career that we were talking about on TikTok, um, I feel like her reaction to those men is like an elevated version of that. Aside from her laugh, aside from her laugh, a lot of her responses are like, oh, really? You really think that you can say this when you look like this? And like, it's just very, like a mild thing, but it'll just be like, wow, I find it interesting that you're talking about XYZ when, hmm, you know? Um, I mean, to be fair, she got rid of misogynist self the TikTok too. They deleted their things. It's um, true. Which I think. Mm. I just think it's like maybe like take it to a lesser degree to the misogynist <laughs> and the shitty men in your life, and just instead of responding with aggression, it responds with like, "Aw, <laughs> aw, aw." I th- I think there are okay. some. <laughs> I've seen some women do that too. Um, yeah, where it's just, like, a very short, very, like, hmm, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know why, as, like, as a, because it's, like, like I said, it's the inherent strength of men is their weakness. So if you somehow break that image that they know what they're saying and they're doing, like, yeah. you don't understand, like, when, uh, even a guy, if it's not something misogynistic, but they'll say something homophobic or something mm-hmm, that's, like, hmm, mm-hmm. But is it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's Honestly, like, in my I, I, yeah. no, in my day to day interactions, like I, I think specifically, like I do that with my mom sometimes. Like she'll say something, um, but it won't be like something like homophobic or anything. It'll just be something where I'm like, I'm like, Ugh. and then she'll quickly like she'll be like, I'm not saying X Y Z, but I'm just I'm, I'm not saying, saying you're like, saying anything. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just you know. <laughs> <laughs> so i i agree i think day to day you know because like those like those situations like they warrant different reactions when you're going like you know from your workplace to your home to online um to acquaintances or whatever it is like all of those you can have you have a different range of emotional response that you can have um, so I do, I do like your proposition. I think it's the best one for like in real life interaction. <laughs> yeah, because it's like honestly, I don't think many shit is gonna work because you can't fight fire with fire. Uh, you can't fight misogyny with misandry. It's like yeah, that's true. And but you can make fun of the misogyny and just be like, mm, that's that's cute. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take no. it outside. <laughs> eh. <laughs> Obviously, you weren't taught, like, you know, how to behave in, like, open public spaces, but, you know. Oh, my God. It's understandable. Imagine I, I if see. you say something <laughs> and somebody says, hmm, seems like you weren't thought to interact in public. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It's like it happens. I don't. I wouldn't recover. I would not be able to recover. <laughs> On that note, I think we solved it. We solved the solution. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we solved misogyny. 
Um, or not misogyny, misandry. Um, it's like honestly, and... it's like it's the same thing. It's like because it's resp- response to the misogyny, so it's like we solve them both. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Queer Perspective. We'd love some feedback, so please leave some reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. See you next time.